0: hi there welcome to our podcast cozy conversations with the sister project my name is michelle
1: and my name is lauren and we are your hosts
0: hey host hey (laughs) this is our version of a radio talk show and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything
1: we're going to tackle current events what's going on in the world around us we'll share some personal insight and stories and of course share random bits of things we think you should know Along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So
0: if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing, and some
1: inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Hi there, and welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I am your host, Lauren Massarella, and I'm being joined here by my co-host and my sister, Michelle Anderson. That is me.
0: How are you?
1: I'm great. I think that we just wrapped up a really Fun conversation. Yeah, it gets me, it got me in the summer, summer mood. Summer mood, but also, you know, we, I, you guys, I had to figure out like, well, I'm like, what should we talk about today? So randomly I Googled the world's weirdest news and I brought you some weird news. There is no
0: shortage of that out there. There
1: isn't. No, every, I think all news is weird, but we brought some um, more specialized weird news for you. But before we dive into this conversation, we are on our 85th episode. And we are so thrilled that you are joining us. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for pressing play. There are millions of podcasts out there. And so we are grateful that you have cozy conversations on in your ears. And we're even more grateful for the reviews that come our way. Because nothing lights us up more inside than when a listener review pops into our inbox. Michelle, take it away. I'd be happy to.
0: This listener review comes by way of Holden 112. And it says, like coming home. I'm from the Western suburbs, but live on the East Coast now. My sister-in-law recommended this over Christmas, but it took another wreck from my other sister to finally listen, and I just binged them all. They are funny and honest and real and thoughtful, and can we be friends in real life? Keep up the great work. And yes, we can. Be yeah, friends. we take
1: as many weird internet friends as we can possibly find. Friends forever. I love that. It took two sister recommendations because you know what? That's yeah. how the shit works. It's Word so of mouth. True. It's like, you know, it has to do with anything whether it's a podcast or a shampoo or a makeup. Usually if a sister recommends yeah. it, yeah. You know you're like oh okay yeah. and then once another one it's like oh, a yeah. double whammy oh we
0: know that if one sister gives it the the green light and then the other one does it's like we're an idiot if but then like listen. it's with
1: like with our other sister nicole If she just recommends something, you should just do it. It's true. Because she knows her shit. She does. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much. Thank you, Holden112, for your review. And you know what else helps us? If you can share our podcast over there on the East Coast. We're looking to go nationwide, is on your side. coast. (laughs) Coast to coast. International. So do us a solid please continue to share us. Um, It helps more than you guys know. And whatever platform you're listening on, whether it is on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, click the follow or the subscribe button. And if there is a way to do so, please do leave us a review. It helps so much. All right, you guys, sit back, relax, and get ready for some weird internet news and some of our favorite summer movies. You know, sometimes it's hard for me To figure out what are we going to talk about. Because three episodes a week is a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, for those tuning in, you know, usually our first episode of the week is a cool catch up with Michelle and I. So we get to kind
0: of break down what we did the week before.
1: And usually we've got a guest on and then there's a kind of a rogue episode. Like, what can we do?
0: That's this episode. That's this episode. Right now. (laughs)
1: Right now. We're going rogue. We are going rogue. (laughs) And I was like Googling... Uh-oh. My cat Did just... somebody take a duty? My cat took a turd in the litter box. A, a I'm duty. so glad there's not a guest here because that would give me raging anxiety if I'm... we were sitting here talking and we were all breathing in cat poop.
0: But that cat poopoo doesn't smell. You like... don't
1: smell it. My fake nose, albeit fake, it has a supercharged sense of smell. You have a dog nose. Not
0: I feel me. like the turd is in my nose right now. I have now. COVID because I can't
1: <laughs> smell anything. <laughs> well, I hope you feel better soon. <laughs> So what I did or what I do is I just went on the old internet and I typed in weird news because I'm fascinated by the news. I try not to get too deep into the news that is just like, you know, gives you all the scaries, the sads, the sads and the scary. So I thought, let's what's better than to look up what is some funny, weird news? You found some weird stuff. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. And we're going to actually start with the second one that we have on our list, Michelle because this is the one that was everywhere. This news story was everywhere on Instagram, it was in major news sources, and then it was in the weirdest news of the week. You don't hear where this happened often. A man by the name of Michael Packard, he's 56, he's a commercial lobster diver. He found himself in the mouth of a humpback whale just last week. <laughs> so many thoughts about this story so many thoughts and we're only laughing because he survived he's well some minor bruises aches and pains so as i mentioned this was everywhere and apparently he escaped relatively unscathed after nearly being swallowed by a humpback whale in a biblical sounding encounter that whale experts describe as rare rare but plausible yeah so this takes place in provincetown massachusetts in p-town And basically what he was doing, he was about 40 feet, 45 feet down in the water when suddenly he felt this huge bump and everything went dark. Right then and there, I would have probably passed from fear. He literally in an instant turned into Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Was it Pinocchio or was it Geppetto that gets in the whale? Was it Pinocchio? Pinocchio. How does Pinocchio get in the whale? Do you even remember? I have No, no idea. No clue. And then there's, of course, Moby Dick. Didn't he get into the whale of a mouth? I I mean, the mouth of a whale.
0: Maybe the whale got into his mouth. No,
1: no. There's a bit... You know, we've got stories throughout... There have been incidences with whales. Exactly. First, Michael thought that he had been attacked by a shark. Second time, I almost would have died in this situation. Yeah. Bump, gone dark, and now I think it's a shark just call let's call it for me yeah I would just off myself right there I would too I would just like just eat me yeah take my head take first it. so I don't have to look at Here, my I'll limbs. give it to you here's my and you know that's the thing about a shark they could take a, a limb But I don't want I wouldn't want that because then once they've got the limb you're seeing I, listen Michelle I cut my finger open the other day yeah Okay. And it was- It looked a, bad. It was bad and it was a chunk of skin that went in and up and there was so much blood and I was like, this is nothing
0: mm-hmm. compared nothing to- Nothing compared to a shark attack.
1: No, but can you imagine like, and, I, and then I thought, this was on a blender blade. Then my mind went to what would have happened if it was, was worse that, or if it was on- I know. I know. A mangled middle
0: finger. Do you have any friends that ho- are missing a finger? I got a couple.
1: <laughs> I lost a
0: portion of the finger in a
1: door. I have a friend that did in a door as well. Yep. Yeah. I mean... How many friends do you have miss- with missing fingers from accidents?
0: Uh, a guy that I knew from high school's brother lost a portion of his hand in a lawnmower.
1: Fingers are delicate. Yeah. And when you don't have one to use... Especially the opposable thumb. The oppo- Is it the opposable? That's what it's called, the opposable thumb. That's what they called it in Meet the Fockers. <laughs> <laughs> so in any case, this guy gets swallowed up by a whale. Okay. And he is inside the whale's mouth and then he said he started to feel around and there were no teeth and he had felt really no great pain either so I think he came to the conclusion that he was no longer attacked by a shark but that he was indeed oh my god he says I'm in a whale's mouth but what's interesting he doesn't say that he saw the whale prior to it he got bumped everything turned black and then while he's in the whale's mouth he's going Holy shit. I'm in a whale. I'm
0: in a whale. There's not a lot of people that can say that.
1: <laughs> no, it's so rare. It is so rare. So he's in the he's in the mouth and he now realizes like it's trying to swallow him but it's not because whales obviously don't go after humans. This is so rare.
0: Well, and I was also shocked to learn that their esophagus is too small the person would have not I mean I would have I would have envisioned the esophagus of a whale to be like the a tunnel. Pike.
1: Yes, <laughs> a tunnel. Just
0: shoot Fall right through it. right down it. Right,
1: exactly. And so what's very interesting is he was still wearing his scuba gear and breathing apparatus inside the whale's mouth, which he said was completely dark. So it also gave him like, the ability to breathe and survive. Essentially, is, he was living inside a whale. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Fearing he wouldn't make it out alive, he said he then began to think about his wife yeah. and his son's. So now this is really interesting because what happened was is this whale was they call it lunge feeding where they, whales basically just open their mouth yeah. and they they go they swim under the water and they take in what is equivalent to 10 SUVs worth of water and fish and pretty much everything else including Michael Packard. That's a shitload of whale food. <laughs> it's a lot of whale food. Yeah. So what's so crazy about this is the whale then makes it he goes up to the surface and literally spits him back out he spits him out of his mouth and michael goes flying fine, fine. and lands he said they say he like the his his boatmates and fishing mates saw him like land in the water i mean okay so they go and rescue him and everyone's like in shock <laughs> but no one saw the and, underwater yes, thing of course. they just saw him be released from the whale's mouth which what a lovely little gesture but, you know the whale could have maybe i don't know thrashed tried. Him around right. i mean he's lucky that he didn't like break his neck when that thing chomped down on him and that's exactly what experts said said that although whales are very gentle giants that had he bitten him not bitten him or chomped down the wrong way he could have broken his neck or back which could have resulted in killing poor poor Michael. I
0: mean the story is quite miraculous it really is he's very very lucky but I can't get past the fact that a commercial lobster fisherman is diving down with scuba gear to get us our lobsters.
1: How else do you think we get it? I didn't think
0: that there were humans diving into the water I just assumed it was some horrific net Gathering, cage Probably gathering that type too. thing. Maybe this maybe is a more of just, a
1: small farm. Maybe a small fisherman business. I mean, my hat goes off to those folks. Well, I'm really happy he's alive. He survived with minor, minor bruises and aches and pains, and the most incredible story ever to be passed down. Throughout the rest of time,
0: is he going on like a press junket? Is this fellow show, showing up on the Today he Show? Probably is he will be. Yes, on Michelle, Ellen? he was. Oh, ev- Ellen, is he no was, more. Yeah,
1: Ellen's done. He is everywhere. Wow. Okay, so now we're gonna shift right into another story that was also ever mind <laughs> everywhere. blowing.
0: For some reason, the visual of this story affected me in a different way than the story well, we because, just told.
1: Plus, we were able to see, see it. it. So. Early last week, it may have been about two weeks ago from from where we are now. So both of these stories are coming from NPR. This story and this the video is bananas. Mouth hit the floor. Mouth hits the floor. So a young girl, she's 17 years old, by the name of Haley Moranico. She says her and her mother were in the backyard gardening out in Bradbury, California on a beautiful Monday afternoon. AKA Bear Country. Apparently, who knew? <laughs> who knew? Apparently, not apparently, what happened was so imagine a garden and then there was like a brick raised kind of like fence, like cinder block wall, if you will. Yeah. And you see a California black mama bear just moseying in on into Bal- this property. It was, prop- like, it was balancing like a tightrope. Like, yes. Like, mm-hmm. a, like a balance beam. And you see this beautiful big, Big black bear, really beautiful, and then you see her cute little cubs Following right behind her. In and step. Yeah, and as you actually see them, they kind of like come underneath her four legs as they're walking in to the screen. Then you start hearing the dogs bark. Oh yeah! And within seconds, I felt like a gang. A, it was herd. a gang of
0: dogs. It was a <laughs> big do- ones, it big ones, small
1: pack. ones, little?
0: <laughs> All different shapes and sizes, and they were ferocious.
1: I was shocked. That they were going that crazy towards the bear If itself. that was
0: Kevin, Kevin would have been murdered and dead in he, an instant. He would have lost his mind. Would
1: he have gone towards the bear? Yes. Okay, so he Dachshunds probably would have passed. they are known for confrontations. getting involved.
0: <laughs> they're, they're known for getting involved in things they should have stepped. Little nosy. Just stepped aside.
1: So right away, as the dogs enter the frame, the two cubs are like, screw this. And they they're run away. Smart. They're so cute. Darling. And then Mama Bear was like, no, 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 Uh, no, I'm in charge. (laughs) And she starts swatting. I think there's like a golden retriever. I mean, these freaking paws Paws and claws are huge. Paws and claws. So she's swatting at the dogs. And then you hear a woman's voice yelling like names, like Chipper, you know, Barking, summoning summoning all (laughs) all of her loves. And this woman runs out. Towards the cinder block She starts like hastily Pushing all the dogs away She kind of
0: loses her footing A little she bit She loses
1: her footing Slips a little bit And then She proceeds To push the bear Off of Or, or was, she does do it She It like, was push
0: brilliant it.
1: And it was The most in my opinion, the most courageous, dumbest act I've ever seen anyone do. I watched it with Ryan this morning and I said
0: this woman should get a medal of honor and Ryan said she should get a medal for being stupid. I was like, what are you talking about?
1: I mean, Michelle, she could have gotten a swipe, her skin could have gotten clawed off by the bear.
0: There were so many things about this video that had me leaving questions. Number one, when the article said that they were gardening and she came running out in a dress that looked like something Haley Mills would wear in the parent trap. 100%. Okay, I was like, <laughs> that's the best dressed gardener adorable. adorable head to toe but all I could think about was how it, this was such a perfect a prime example of how much dogs mean and to animals people. mean to oh my people. god you're so and right. this woman literally risked her life as a mother would for her own human child she
1: referred to the dogs in an interview as her kids. she said i had to save and protect my these are like my children and she also said that she was out of her mind had to have been when it happened she's like i don't i barely remember she sure doesn't it it i mean you guys when you see the video go to our show notes she runs towards it and lot la- like launches, launches her it. body and her into the bear and pushes a gigantic bear off of a balance beam essentially and honestly i really think aside from (laughs) shooting it that was her only
0: option i was afraid that thing
1: was going to get down her other yeah i think her i guess her other option would be to take the dogs and run inside the house well i'm going with the fact that her (laughs) only
0: thing to do was get her dog safe and she was going for it she
1: swiped the bear swiped at at the girl, and the girl walked away with maybe a broken finger and a and bruise, and a, a couple scraped knees. And Michelle, Bad have yes. you ever had any run-ins with any out? Uh, yes. r- really, with a wild, wild,
0: not a wild animal, but, but I got life. chased by a really, really scary dog, and I it was okay, like a scene horrifying. out of horrifying Cujo. It was a scene out of Cujo. I mean, I was cutting through people's yards um, in our childhood <laughs> home in Western Springs, and you know that I had wheels. I mean, you guys,
1: Michelle, <laughs> Michelle ran so fast so many times when we were kids in Western Springs another time there was a neighbor boy who kind of was following her and you yeah. took off after he punched me <laughs> oh my god he punched me in the
0: stomach. Michelle, I can't. I didn't know he punched her. I thought he was naked. But to be fair, Lauren, I mean, my speed has gotten me out of a whole plethora of situations. You're so I've fast. Run from danger.
1: <laughs> who was the dog? I have no dogs. idea whose
0: dog it was. All I know is it came out of nowhere and it was barking and it was snarling and it was coming to attack me. It did not I mean, want terrifying. me in the yard. I leap. like <laughs> I was a character with superhero powers. I don't know where I got this. Ability. Wait, what did you leap over a over fence? A fence? Like a six foot fence. I <laughs> like I, a hurdle. I there. It was this. It was the interior of the fence. There was nothing that I could step on. It was just a six foot fence. And I remember grabbing it in one shot. I was like, "You got one chance and one chance only, or else you're shredded." Yeah, right you're now. shredded. And I pulled myself up. I landed on the other side, and I my heart. I mean, I was scared <laughs> shitless. I was like, "Holy shit!" I almost just got mauled by a dog.
1: Okay, well I'm glad you didn't. Have you ever had a run-in with some wild? Wildlife. No, I've never had run-in with wildlife. There was at one time I got attacked by jellyfish in Jamaica. That they stung Lauren, my nipples
0: just because they were in impossible to see with the naked <laughs> eye. They still posed a problem for you. There is danger there. Because
1: we were in Jamaica and we were in the water, and all of a sudden, a bunch of us started feeling like. Electrocution, this electrocution, and for some reason it was just my nipple. They were like in our bathing suit. Or they were they got like in not my areolas, suit. like my nipple.
0: Very strange. It was <laughs> like it stung you on your leg, but your nipples were shooting out the pain. Something very weird.
1: The only other time that I had a confrontation with an animal that made me feel a little uneasy, we were in Tasmania and we were on this really really cool hike. And I turn around and there was a very large wallaby right behind us and wallabies are like the the chunky cousin of a kangaroo kangaroos are really strong um before i left for australia actually my brother told me to keep an eye out for the kangaroos because they have a toe that has like a sharp ass nail and what they do is they jump up and they they stab their opponent and then gut them Oh, okay. So when Nick gave me that, good I was like, thing cool, that, thanks, Nick. Good thing he let you know about that. <laughs> so now wallabies don't, but I will tell you that this thing was really large. They're very docile, but the way he was just kind of watching us yeah. and we had to get past him, mm-hmm. um, nothing came of it, thank God. It was actually an extraordinary um, kind of encounter with the third kind. Have you ever been visited by aliens? Not that I'm aware of. I know.
0: But my favorite SNL skit is (laughs) when they get visited by aliens and they're
1: being questioned. Ryan Gosling Gosling and and Katie Katie McKinnon. Oh my. She's my favorite. That's my favorite character of anyone on SNL. Go good. Such a great skit. So Michelle, would you rather, would you rather be swallowed by a humpback whale and spit out no, no, no. Let's just no, 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 no. No spitting out. We don't know what's going to happen. Would you rather have to survive being swallowed by a humpback whale or a close encounter with a black bear and Kevin's nearby or something?
0: Honestly, the whole ocean underwater thing is so freaking terrifying oh, to me.
1: Yeah, same.
0: I would. I would rather. I would rather confront a bear, not. I- not an agreement there
1: i think i would rather be i think my chances of survival are better if i were to be found into a hump like a humpback whale's mouth because they really aren't going to chomp on me and eat me up yeah but the thing is is if that fell i might drown to death so last story that i found that i found really intriguing because this shit happens and you know when people get pregnant you know I've asked my friends like what's the name gonna be like some of my mm-hmm. closest friends are and they they're keeping la- the name under their hat they had no one's pregnant now but yes and I was like really like I'm not gonna go like broadcast it but I get it so what what happens this comes from the mirror a woman a woman and her husband they became pregnant and to announce the pregnancy they put in a photo on Instagram and the baby blanket they had yeah. embroidered the baby's name and it was a very they said it was a very random name
0: i thought it was very special it's very special but yeah. it's
1: two names put together that are super random honestly it reminds me a lot of like my baby girl name which i won't be releasing keep it to yourself yeah i mean keep i've, to I've told people many people know you know yep. but at this point i'm going to just keep it to myself i would and i will and i will say if someone did take my name i would still fucking name my baby the baby name I wanted to name my baby. So, for instance, this woman and her husband, have a. Ba- um, they announce that they're having a baby. And then the husband must have an estranged sister. Yeah, there's something there. Yeah, they didn't tell us not everything. not a very
0: close-knit right. family.
1: So, this estranged sister of his also happens to be pregnant. She has her baby before the brother and her sister-in-law have it, who have announced the baby and baby name. And she ends up naming the baby the same name. She stole the name. She stole the name the name and was kind of fine about it I just she said I got here first
0: <laughs> what a self-serving selfish asshole I know.
1: so she names her kid the same thing they don't even tell us the name so I have no idea what the name is but I think it kind of yeah like what do you do so if you had a name and say someone stole that name from you Michelle would you still name your baby that name? I, it depends. It depends on the situation. If you stole my baby's
0: name, I probably wouldn't name my baby that because, well, I mean, I don't know if we'd have a great relationship well, after right, that. Right. But I mean, if this is like a distant, estranged person married into the family, what's the dynamic there? I don't know. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like they're having tea together mm-hmm. on Saturday afternoons. I'd maybe name it, but I'd also feel like I would be annoyed and it might have a bit of a it might not mean as much anymore
1: or it might be ruin it I don't know I I know I don't know either I mean I love my name so much for my if I were to have a girl that if someone were to be like take it which would be weird because it actually involves my mom mm -hmm. (laughs) that would be so odd but at the same time I'd be like you know what fuck it if you want to walk around with the same name as my kid that's what I'm doing
0: Um, My neighbors next door are expecting, and we were with them last night, and she did a very good job. Mia was really prying for the name of the baby. And I mean, I I almost got to the point where I thought Mia was going to say, you know, are you going to tell me the name of the baby? I mean, she had asked a couple of times, and she just, the my neighbor just kind of played it off really great. She was like, you know, we just are not agreeing yet on our name. And John's like, listen, I keep checking the Social Security database, and that that's a very popular name right now. So, But still, the mystery is out. Mom's the word on the neighbor's baby. Name. I can't
1: recall if you shared the name of Will and Mia prior to we didn't really we weren't t- we were we
0: we knew as we were like getting wheeled into the hospital but there was a, a long period of time where Ryan and I went back and forth like I loved the name Penelope and he oh, told me that was so a magical cute. name and I couldn't name our baby that and I was like all right
1: I'm pissed because I love the name Bruce and Anthony hates it
0: and it also is this like our favorite strain of cannabis so that
1: well, that's mean, like, fine too, stoner. but no, I mean, I love Bruce and Ozzy. We're not using these names because we can't, we won't, we don't agree on Because we them. won't allow it. I love, <laughs> can you see it? Can you imagine a little baby Bruce? Bruce? Only if he was born with like a full mustache. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have a fond memory too of our growing up yeah. Our male person. And his, he had a his name full was mustache. Bruce and mom and him, you know, she had a really- They strong, were close. Loving relationship. They were close. <laughs> Not that close, people. So yesterday, Michelle, I found myself watching. You know, it's June. Summer is pretty much the summer solstice is next Monday, the twenty first of June. And right about this time, I'm starting to bring in my summer movies. You know, like with winter, I've got Alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because it's my winter to cozy wrap my head movie. That one. And then in fall, I have things like. You know, I play Halloween on repeat. Hocus Pocus. I'm kind of, I like Hocus Pocus. I watch it once, but I have, you know, we've got our seasonal movies. So I took to the gram and I did some polling and I was kind of floored by how many movies that I put out there that people didn't know or didn't, had never watched. What? So I thought it'd be fun if you and I kind of talk about some of our favorite movies and just let it rip from there. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll, I would love for you to go oh, first. I would love to start. So we'll go back and forth. Let's just
0: go, I'll name one, you'll name okay, one. Okay, what is your movie? Well, this is one of them, The Notebook. That is a summer movie for you. Yeah. Tell me why. Well, Lauren, have you ever seen The Notebook? Yeah, Michelle, I suck my thumb. Because they go away for the summer. It's the most romantic summer love that ever happens
1: on the face of the planet. Those two are hot. When Um, they were dating. Why didn't they get married? I don't know. But there was a moment where at the MTV Movie Awards where Ryan Gosling was like standing up on stage and Rachel McAdams, they reenacted that kiss. And it is just like melty wet panties. You can't. (laughs) Whoa. You
0: really (laughs) knocked me off my game with that one.
1: (laughs) I Lauren, you are not impressed
0: notebook. with that first choice. I
1: love the Notebook. I guess it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, no. But I'm. Imp- I'm. I actually. I'm impressed that that's a movie that you picked. Yes. yay. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay. I just need the applause. It was so, good. Okay. That's thanks. a good one. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So one of my favorite movies of all time is a movie called Little Children. It stars Kate Winslet and the very handsome Patrick Wilson. Yeah, you've always had a little bit of a crush he on him. He is so handsome. Basically, it's a story about. So what I love about this movie is that there's a lot of public pool scenes, which for me that's, that's just summer. fucking screams some, summer, some yeah. summertime. And this this affair comes out of this kind of. And there's yeah. more to Refresh the story. My memory a little, because I it's kind so of Kate cloudy. Winslet. She has a weird relationship with her husband. She like catches him sniffing her like a pair of panties that were ma- mailed to him. Well, that's that's just grounds for divorce. right? Well, out of the gates. oh a hundred percent. The thing about this movie, it really dives into the. I guess the dynamics of relationships and like the things that you don't know again about people behind closed doors mm-hmm. like it might look all good on paper and mm-hmm. on in social media yeah. but there's some messed there's up stuff going what on the and then the suburban life of it where these suburbanites are you know you got a disgruntled wife she's pissed at her husband sniffing panties yeah, in his office same and then we have the the really handsome um kind of stay-at-home dad who his wife is the breadwinner, and he's he might take the bar exam or whatever the exam he needs to take is. He's kind of studying, and these two humans form a relationship, and then there's other rumblings going on within the, the suburbs. Hmm. So it's very kind of like suburb living with marital extra. And
0: this one gets you in the summer mood.
1: Yes. Okay. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a drama, I would yeah. say. And it's really good. And there's some really steamy sex scenes. Well,
0: Kate Winslet, I mean, she has basically skyrocketed to the top of my list. So,
1: you know, she, there was some public, there were some photos that were being, you know, promotional photos for mayor of Easttown. And she was adamant that they resend them back and untouch a ton of photos. She's like, I don't want all that retouching. Like, this is not what we're doing here. I love her. Yeah. Next movie. The
0: Parent Trap. The original. (laughs)
1: with what's her name Haley Mills Haley
0: Mills and her twin Haley I mean her twin <laughs> Haley
1: I mean it's a great movie. I can understand why that's a summer flick for you.
0: I mean that is the most nostalgic summertime movie I have ever seen and I do watch it once a year and Mia agrees it's
1: solid. The camp scenes are so You know, I have one regret in life and it's my regret that I'm going to give to my parents. Why didn't you send us to a Wisconsin canoeing goddamn camp where we like make shit and play with like bow and arrows because
0: they wouldn't let us sleep over at a friend's house for a night because they were afraid we were going to get murdered (laughs) killed or molested
1: (laughs) it's coming yeah you're right that's right. why. But I'm thinking, you had five freaking kids. You didn't want to well, break for us, a get You want to get rid of us for
0: a little bit? I'm walking around town. I'm seeing my neighbors are like, their only two kids are
1: going to camp. And the mom and dad are like, going to Cancun. Was, right, right, right. Going to Cancun. Would you send your kids away to a camp like this? I would yeah they will not
0: do it oh, I've asked God. them they've been asked there is this incredible camp in near around St. Louis where you can go and learn like how to use the resources off the land and make fires and do yes, all of these things yes yes and then yes. the last night of the camp you go out and you survive
1: survive yes and Mia wouldn't do it sign me up I'll go right? I would go with her
0: or like a parent trap camp where you're canoeing. That too. Then somebody cuts Archery. the back of your, your dress off and, and everybody sees your, your, your ruffle
1: bloomers. Your ruffle bloomers that say like Tuesday on it yeah. and it's Wednesday. Yeah,
0: that would be me. Saturdays <laughs> on Tuesdays.
1: Okay, one of my other favorite movies. And this one came by surprise that a lot of people, again, did not have not seen this. Because I think that this is maybe the most cinematic of the ones I'm going to offer up. The Talented oh, Mr. Hello. Ripley. I mean, okay? hello. Now let's talk about the cast here. We've got Jude Law. I mean, lick him like a lollipop. Whoa! Whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Until he banged his
1: his, his nanny, nanny. That his was any good? Yeah, it. they same here. I get it. That always it's like, why'd you like, do that? Douche. Keep it in your pants. He couldn't. God, Gwyneth Paltrow, who you love, amazing. Kate Blanchett, amazing. amazing. Matt Damon, and then R.I.P. G.T.S. Philip Seymour Hoffman, ah, GTS, who plays right. Freddie Mills. So basically, this is a psychological thriller. Yeah, it is. Matt Damon, his character Tom Ripley, is sent to Italy by Dickie Greenleaf's father, played by Jude Law, to get Dickie to get back home to the States and not tend be a to, loser. Tend to your responsibilities. Yes. Yeah, they're rich kids running around Europe. Yeah. I'll leave it there. But all I'm going to tell you say you're not having time to watch a movie. I'm listening to the audiobook right now. Oh my really? God. Well, because the, the narrator, who is, I don't believe it's any, maybe he's a famous narrator in general, but he. He, the way he kind of moves his voice around mm. and changes it mm. for the characters, making it a little bit more female, Ooh. feminine for for Marge's character yeah. who is Gwyneth Paltrow. This is one of my favorite movies, and it takes place in Italy. And of course, summer in Italy is the best place to be ever in the land of all of the globe oh, in during the
0: summer. Yes, I got to experience it. Just I think I was just down the road from where they filmed lots of this stuff oh, right so after good. I graduated. Summer in Italy is it's the best. The only way to celebrate summer. Well,
1: not I the only. Really, I really. It's kind of for me the only way. Oh, it's so amazing. Michelle, next movie for you.
0: This was a popular one. I saw this one on our IG. Um, poll. What? Stand By Me. I just watched it two nights ago. I
1: watched it a couple nights ago, too. So Stand good. By Me is one of the best movies ever made. Now, this was, it's by Stephen King, and the original name of it, I think it might be called mm-hmm. Boy the in the Bo- Woods. Or The Body. The Body. The Body. Yes. Well done. So, totally different name. I'm, I I want to read The Body. And I, s- it's fun to see how different the books are yeah. from the films. I
0: forgot John Cusack was the brother that dies. Yes. I forgot. So Ryan was sad. like, Oh
1: my God, look how young he was. What I love so much about that movie and another movie, and I'll just throw it in, like The Big Chill. These are movies mm. on friendship. Mm-hmm. And with movies like Stand By Me, and it's kind of like how we had an, our discussion in our our last most recent episode You know, friendships, especially at this age, we're talking kids are probably like anywhere between the ages of like 11 and 13 in Stand By Me. And they're out kind of, you know, trying to find a body because someone was hit by a train and they want to go find it. And then they're in an argument with other boys, older boys. But it's really like Richard Dreyfuss's voice who narrates the film. Mm, And at the end, yep, and at the end of the film, he goes on to say, and I always bring the lump in my throat because he goes on to say about how each character like River Phoenix's character Corey Feldman kind of lost their ways and you know they hadn't heard from one another one I think died at Vietnam more mm-hmm. the other one just mm-hmm. was like on the streets mm-hmm. and it's really interesting like in life where life brings Takes all of you. us yes. it really it you just never know getting right. older is a very interesting thing isn't that the truth yeah You're learning that just every day I feel like of course I, yeah that is a wonderful film and great movie if you haven't seen it yet people i mean what what's up what what's up it's one of the best <laughs> i mean
0: it is one of the best
1: two more movies that people mentioned michelle on our instagram poll were dirty dancing oh yeah honey i mean make out oh making out talk about chemistry honestly you know, did you know now there is a i think it's a movie that i think it's on netflix it's called movies that made us and it's the dirty dancing like documentary yep. of it Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze did not get along. Each other. Oh, no, no, no. There was a lot of problems there. Well, he was that, very fed up with her. Why? Because we, she was kind of goofy and funny. Like in the parts of the movie where he's actually exhibiting irritation with yeah. her, he's irritated by her. It's really interesting. Well, that just speaks to their acting then because holy and shit. And on top of that about um, Patrick Swayze, he had a severe knee injury. During the making? Yes. And so he had to do several takes. So at the end number, the very end, you know, the main number where, you know, no one puts baby in the corner and all the staff and the dancers come out like nipples hard thinking about this. You know, I told you, I tried to learn that dance sequence. It's not easy. (laughs) A lot of kickball chain. (laughs) Okay. But he was having so much difficulty and he was in so much pain that when he jumped and landed and, you know, he kind of lands in that like kind of squatting position. Yeah. That was the last take that they took, and he was like, I'm "I'm giving you what I got now. This is it. Oh, sexy. I know. Now, to piggyback off of that, one of my favorite movies ever made, Ghost. It's good. What do you mean it's good? It's so good. I need to watch it again. Oh, my God. Whoopi Goldberg in that movie. Please watch it this weekend. I think the kids can watch it you know there's no solid it's a solid movie and whoopi goldberg who (laughs) plays the clairvoyant the medium medium. Mm -hmm. oh my god you're so into that shit you gotta watch it yeah and then the last movie that people brought to us and i don't know if you're gonna remember it shag oh yeah i do Shagly. who was in that so it's one of the fondas was this like did this take place during like the 50s yes it's well it was probably made in the 80s yep and it's i think it's um bridget fonda's in it Kate, um, the pretty girl from um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So it's a group of girls, young girls. They go down to Myrtle Beach to go have some fun in the summer. And they meet, I'm going to watch this movie this weekend. They meet a group of guys. They throw parties. It is such, and they learn how to shag, which is a dance. But in fun. person, in England shag is something else. Yes, it is. But it is such a good, like kind of corny... But coming of age movie, coming of age, I use that word lightly because they're just kind of making out as teenagers. But if you haven't seen that one, that is a spectacular summertime flick.
0: Have you ever seen, this one wasn't on my list, but it just came to mind. Have you ever seen The Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood? Yes, the movie makes me so sad. Oh my God, I worship. That's a good summer movie, though. That is such a good summer movie. It reminds me... Of it takes it. Sandra Bullock is the the star, and and she has a very tumultuous relationship with her mom, who's Ashley Judd. And um, it's, it's all you're always going back in time yep. during that. And they they spent a lot of summer. Well, and the yayas were at were Sandra Bullock's mom's, like friends. girlfriend group. Those, yep. that was her crew. Yep. and but there was a lot of secrets and misunderstanding and drama Alcoholism. and drinking and but those scenes at the lake really they have like they had such a nostalgic feel for me it reminded me of when we used to go up to lake geneva with our with our family friends mm-hmm. and just just live the summer
1: a movie that's similar to that yet different and this will be the last one I'll mention for today, is how to make an American quilt. I've never seen it. It's so good. It's with Winona Ryder. And Winona Ryder is going to go visit her grandmother and her great aunt who live in like this cool old Victorian. And the grandmother and the great aunt have a quilting club of women. Women from all walks of life. And Winona Ryder is getting married, so she doesn't know it yet, but they are making her a quilt that represents love Mm. and each woman, yes, she picks apart. So she visits with almost each woman and organically throughout the film, she learns about the love stories of each and it puts a lump in my throat because love stories are just so beautiful. Some work out, some don't and there's sadness and happiness in all of them. And it really brings to life again, I'm using this word a lot, but the dynamics of relationships and that they're not perfect and that people do fuck up, mm-hmm. you know, and that there's forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many layers to this movie. I highly, okay. highly recommend it. I think Sexy Jan might like this. I think Sexy Jan would love, love it. it. And it and again, just like Yeah, Yeah, Sisterhood, they're in the present moment. But once she starts talking to each woman separately and reflects on their love life, they go back in time. So we're, we're working with the early 90s at present, but then we're going back into like the late 50s. It's really good. love it. All right, you guys. Backs. Those are some great summer movies. These are movies. so good. I mean, you know, I, this is the thing. There are so many incredible, and I, maybe this is because my husband's going to film school, and there are so many beautiful pieces of work out there that we don't want to forget about. And the problem is with like, well, there's a it's a, it's a double-edged sword with like Netflix and all of our streaming yeah. devices. We have all of these series that we can watch, yeah. you know, and just kind of put on. But there are so many good films out there. Many of these, like uh, How to Make an American Quilt, it's free. Just pop it on. I,
0: I need lists like this because I look at the Netflix choices and my brain explodes. I can't choose. So. Well, maybe
1: we'll put all these in the show notes Oh, I, We will. OK. All right, you guys. Well, we hope you dive into this list. We hope you don't come in any confrontations with humpback whales Lord or black no. bears. know. And we certainly hope that no one steals your baby name because <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> and if you come gunning for mine, I'm going to punch you in the nose. <laughs> All right, you guys, have fun. Thanks for tuning in and stay cozy.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at the thesisterproj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time. Stay cozy.